Good morning, everybody. This is Ahmed. And Luffy. And this is the Brotherly Love Podcast, episode 14. How are you guys doing today? What up, my brother? How are you doing? You sound very tired. I am. What's going on? Life. <laughs> Damn, son. Yeah. Uh, I was just uh, traveling a little bit, um, working a little bit. And now I'm resting a little bit. <laughs> it comes full circle. Yeah. How you been? You good? Yeah, I'm doing pretty good. Uh, I slept around 11.30 or at midnight. I'm not 100% too sure. Um, and then I woke up around like 6.30, 6.40. And then I was like, all right, time to shoot the podcast. So uh, I feel all right. I know that I have to... Uh, I have to work out today because I haven't worked out in the past two days and I feel like bad kind of thing. Why are you slacking, bro? I'm not going to say sorry to you, but, you know, sorry to myself. But, yeah, I'm slacking. <laughs> Why would you apologize to me? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, and I want to um, meditate as well. Mm. So uh, that's kind of... Bring a little mindfulness into your day. Yeah, before I before I start it. So that's, mm. that's where I'm on right now. Mm. That's kind of my mindset. I feel you, bro. Oh, yeah, man. So, um, did you watch Kanye? <laughs> no, uh, it was all over Twitter and it was all over Instagram stories. And, you know, people put their opinions out into the world. I wasn't, uh, uh, during the time I had my apps like uninstalled on my phone. So I didn't even know this was happening. Your apps uninstalled. What does that mean? Oh, like it's just not on your like screen, like like it's not like I what deleted do you mean my your account. Apps, like what apps? Instagram, Twitter, your social media. Yeah, my social media. You're apps. over here like my apps. Uh, they're not on my phone. I was like, what apps did you make? Yeah, you're like <laughs> no, no, yeah, my bad. Uh, my social media apps. Uh, I uninstalled it for the day. I was just trying to you know be mindful. So everyone was telling me like, yo, Kanye, did it, Kanye, Kanye. I was like, I don't. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Is that something you usually do? Like you just delete your social media apps? No, no. Mm -hmm. I recently started doing it because I realized the impact of me waking up in the morning and checking my notifications of what it was doing to me. Mm -hmm. So don't get me wrong. I think social media is a beautiful, beautiful thing to use. You're able to connect with others. You're able to not only speak your mind, but, you know, have a... Uh, a following or people that you follow to whatever you cater to, you know, but I also believe it's a gift and a curse that you can become addicted to it. And then you can constantly be checking on it when your personal life isn't as, uh, isn't as fruitful as it could be. So like when I wake up in the morning, I don't want to immediately check my phone. I want to be able to wake up, breathe for a second. Cause I just woke up, you know, breathe for a second. Go and meditate for a little bit. Read the Quran. You know, do my morning routine before I go out into the world and try to do something. You feel me? So that's that's kind of my mind. That's where it's at right now. Mm. So you just had to do it um, cold turkey style. Ooh, that was, <laughs> that was scary. Yeah. You had to uh, do it uh, cold turkey style. Not necessarily cold turkey style because at first, because like last week I was kind of just like, yo, I am tired of posting so much content. I'm done. Like I wanted to just like chill and not post anything unless it's the podcast. If it was a podcast, cool. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, I don't want to post music. I don't want to post nothing. But then I realized I was like, OK, if I go cold turkey, I'm going to probably go cold turkey for like six months. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and don't get me wrong. That's a good way to, you know, 
not only find more about myself, but, you know, focus on things that are important. But at the same time, sometimes I do have a message that I do want to come across to my audience. So it's like, there's a balance. So it's like, right now, it's like, I'm learning to uninstall the apps during the day. And then at like around three or four, it's like, okay, I can reinstall them and, you know, talk to whoever, post whatever. And that's fine. Mm. Uh, it's I guess you can call it like a, a dopamine detox in, in a way. Um, mm. I'm still learning. Like I haven't uninstalled it this morning. I have to do that after this podcast. Mm. So, yeah. You know, it's uh, it'd be interesting. Like if you were like rich as fuck, you know what I'm saying? You mm. could just like have two phones, like one of them for your day-to-day life and one for like social media. Social media and stuff like oh, yeah. a dedicated phone for social media I would, and stuff. I would definitely have that, that way you could just keep that one like in your in your nightstand in your dresser or your drawer or whatever. Like you don't have to look at it unless like oh right before you go to sleep or like in the hour which is probably not good actually cuz then someone's going to be like Luffy, the blue lights when you're trying to go to sleep, <laughs> you know they affect your sleep cycles and shit. And I'm like, "All right, cool." Like, <laughs> like yeah. you know, you could use it whatever time of day you want as in like, you know, if you want to use it from 6 p.m. to 7. Or, yeah, you know, yeah, like a, a, whatever. a designated time to yeah. use those apps cuz I but really it, it is crazy, sorry to cut you off. Mm-hmm. It is crazy though that like we even have to suggest someone having a separate phone dedicated to social media. I think that shows how powerful like that shit is, man. I think social media should be regulated, but not in regulation. Uh, uh, what? As in, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> not in regulation as in like uh, we should censor certain things on the app, whatever it is. No, I believe the internet is not only, like I said, not only a beautiful place, but that place is where all minds are connected. So it's everyone's opinions and ideas, whether you agree or not. Mm. It's always on there. So I think that especially just in the past year, like past decade, social media has become a very prominent thing in people's lives. So kids and teenagers are growing up with, you know, technology and that's something that we cannot ignore. So when a child wakes up in the morning, their first thought shouldn't be, I'm going to go on Snapchat. I'm going on Instagram, whatever it is. Their first thought should be, you know, let me do like, you know, let me brush my teeth. Let me da 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 Let me go eat breakfast. Let me spend time with my family. You know, let things- Let me prepare myself for the day that just fucking started. Exactly. Instead of immediately <laughs> Let me going, catch up on what happened when I was asleep. <laughs> yeah, instead of doing that. So it's like, I think there is a reason why there has been such a big surge of people being depressed and anxious. Now, I'm not saying social media is the one and only factor, and that's the reason why. No. But- I will say it has been one of the most significant factors of why people feel lonely and why people feel like they can't communicate with others because they're hiding behind a screen. What do you think about the dumb phone? The what phone? The dumb phone. What's that? The dumb phone. Um, oh, thanks for repeating it. Now, now I know. <laughs> Tell me. <laughs> I mean, just trying to help you connect the dots, bro. You know, you got a smartphone. Oh, what do you think oh about a dumb like a trap phone, phone like a trap phone. <laughs> a trap phone. <laughs> yeah, I call it a trap phone. A trap phone. Uh, yeah, what do you I mean, what do you think about it? Like uh like reverting to one or progressing to one depending on how you look at it, you feel me? Mm, uh I think if you want to go to that, that's cool. I wouldn't personally do that. Mm. Um I understand if you're a businessman, if you have a lot of things going on, it's important to have two phones. Now, if I did have two phones and like I blew up from music. All right, cool. Give me two phones. One is my, hold on. Oh, I don't even have it on me. Uh, my regular smartphone. 
And then the you other... you need to show everybody your phone <laughs> for them to know you got a smartphone? I don't know. <laughs> it was just, in, you know, instinct. But one would be a smartphone and most likely the other one would be a lesser techno- technologically advanced kind of phone where it's just, you just make calls. Mm. You know, I would just make calls with it and like, that's it. The other one is like, oh, it's your personal, whatever it is. Yeah. Do, do you fuck with the two-way walkie-talkies? <laughs> How would that work <laughs> if... Never mind. I mean, that'd be kind of cool. I think walkie talkies are kind of cool, though. I'm yeah. not gonna lie. Yeah. yeah, that's dope. We used to have them back in the day. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, in the house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I'm not cool. even talking about the ones for play. I'm talking about like Baba's business. Like he used walkie talkies. Nani. Yeah, like two way walkie talkie systems. I know that's mm-hmm. kind of cool though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, more things advanced, but I, regardless, I think that children and teenagers should have a limited amount of time on social media, like. I think parents, and, and this is the reason, like a lot of times they're like, oh, it's that damn phone. It's that damn da da da. Shawty or dude, you're the reason why they're like, they're like this. They're the byproduct of you. You're allowing this kind of behavior. You're enabling this kind of behavior. So for you to allow them to kind of do whatever on the phone, it's like, you're just being like, all right, I have no control over them. When in reality, you do. Now, I'm not saying- So you that think the, parents should monitor their kids' phone usage? Like, yes. those parental controls? And not necessarily lie. parental control. I mean, obviously, at certain ages, you should have parental controls. Mm-hmm. But I'm not saying like, oh, we need to shut down this app because it has this. Or da, 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 da. No, I think after a certain age, it's like, all right, halas, like you, you're going to go out into the internet world and you're going to experience this. You Like, I'm not going to- coddle you and make you like you know what i'm saying until you're 18 or something like that no you get you have to experience the world what i'm saying is the phone usage of how much you're using the phone on certain apps or whatever it is let's say for instance there's the um on iphone they have time limits and i always ignore them <laughs> but let's say for instance what are these time limits i don't know yeah I don't so say for instance on instagram there is a time limit uh that you can set not necessarily on instagram but all all apps of how how much you're using it throughout the day. So let's say for instance on Instagram, your time usage is an hour and 30. After you use that time, it'll say like you can't use it. Who decides? Like you? The phone, I mean, yeah, you you, you decide what what kind of time frame you want. Mm -hmm. But I think, I'm not sure if there is, but I think that parents should have a control because sometimes you can just press ignore and just keep it going. But I think that parents should be able to like, let's say have a code. And they're the one that has the code that can do that for them. Yeah. All this shit is OD. <laughs> that's fair. Yeah. That's that's how I look at it. Like, just control yourself. <laughs> like, well, that's the thing. Kids don't necessarily know self-control. Not all of them. Well, no one knows. Not I'm not even going to say kids. No one knows anything unless they're, they're forced to learn it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like. And, and I'm not saying forced to by like, hey, nigga, sit your ass down. I'm going to teach you this shit. But like sometimes life forces you to learn things. So you have to go through certain True. experiences so that you can learn. And so, you know, sometimes the other side of addiction is sobriety. Like you have to learn to or, or you had to have been addicted so that you can learn the goodness of sobriety. Yeah. You know, and I think that's the that's the situation that a good number of people probably find themselves in with social media and just then. It's not even the issue to me isn't social media, right? Social media just exacerbates a lot of the same issues. You know, you were saying like, oh, people are depressed nowadays. They have anxiety. People always been depressed. People always have had anxiety. That's true. It's just that nowadays technological advancements have exacerbated these problems. 
They made it so that if you're sad, you can connect with other people who are sad and think everybody's sad. So it re just reaffirms my sadness. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, like as if it normalizes it in a sense. And and your sadness should be normalized in a sense. In the fact that it's normal to feel depressed, but it's also good to understand that that's not a state that you want to stay in. You know, and when you really get into like some of these black holes on social media and stuff, they can help reaffirm you by constantly telling you like, yo, like this is this is okay and this is normal. And you're looking at all these certain pictures and you're listening to certain music, you know what I'm saying? That can like subtly influence your thoughts and ideas about things. So for me, social media is not like the devil, you know, the mm -hmm. devil is in the details. Like it's about mm -hmm. how you use social media. You know, and like for me, I mean, we've talked about this before, but like, you know, I'm really just trying to use what like my social media just to put mainly push out this shit like, like and just the other small random shit that I like to do. But it's not necessarily about the self promotion. Like that's something I've been like figuring out, like the more that you focus on self promotion, like the more that you're propping up yourself so you have to think of yourself in a certain way you have to present yourself in a certain way instead when you look at social media as a tool of connecting other people you don't have to consider that part because you're bringing your authentic self to the table and you're finding like-minded authentic people to connect with you know that's one of the things about this podcast that i enjoy doing is that you know and like one of the biggest things yeah for me is like this is a time where I can say everything I want to say with like no judgments, you know. Mm -hmm. And it's not to say that people aren't out there judging the hell out of everything oh, no, I'm yeah. saying. I, right? I was telling some of my friends, and they're like, "Yo, you and your brother be like, you know, like <laughs> crossing the line a little bit." I'm like, "Yeah, you know, we do that. We yeah, do that." But but that's that's necessary too, you know. Mm -hmm. Like people, or at least I, I need the freedom to like play with my thoughts and ideas. Like I'm not. I don't have like strict hard opinions on things most of the time. Like there's actually very few things that I have a like defined opinion on. But rather most of the time like or mo yeah, I was going to say almost all the time like I take that kind of oh, this is what you think. Let let me think of why that's wrong just so that we can have a fun ass discussion and in doing so like I figure out kind of the I get a better perspective on both sides. You know, that's why like when I be talking to people who have like wild opinions, you know, I was just in an Uber two days ago. I was catching an Uber to the airport. Remember, I was talking, or yesterday. Uber bro, everywhere. Uber or what? Right? <laughs> I got in the Uber immediately, bro. Dude starts talking to me about protesting, starts talking to me about, uh, you know, how come black people don't rally when when black children die this is some asian dude right <laughs> driving right mm -hmm. he just immediately brings all this shit up boom boom right? boom right and like and i was like all right cool you know and i was the entire ride it's like a 30 some minute ride 30 45 minutes almost i'm talking to him just completely cool and and i'm i'm walking through his thoughts and his train of thought and i respect it i understand it i don't necessarily agree with everything he said but if you can't like open up yourself to that. If you have to like be afraid of sharing your opinions because of the backlash that you might receive, it's like, why can't people be wrong? Like, why can't we give people the space? And I'm not saying he's wrong, but why can't we just in general give people the space to like grow and express and mold their ideas and opinions, you know? Like, how am I supposed to gain a better understanding of my own opinion if I don't constantly have people challenging it? Mm. And I think that's one of the issues with social media is people run so quickly to... Like people who have the same opinions and thoughts and ideas as them that like 
oh, it's like, oh no, you don't you don't believe in in abortion? Like, oh, no, no, no. It's like, yo, bro, like, chill the fuck out. Like, listen to this person's personal story, understand why they came to that conclusion, and then like try to walk away a little bit more informed. You know, like you can still disagree at the end of the day, but like you should hopefully at the very least respect how they reach their conclusion, even if you disagree with it. You know what I'm saying? And that's kind of how I felt with the guy where it was like, I under like I understood everything he was saying. I probably agree with 70, 80% of what he was saying. There's some key things that I was like, oh, uh, you know, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know, but I completely understand where he came from. There was never any sort of animosity, anger, nothing like that that was from me or from him. In fact, I highly, highly, highly doubt he even knew I disagreed on anything with him. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because my point wasn't to go in there and be like, nigga, what the fuck? You know, you're yeah. talking to a black man telling me that black people don't care about black life. You know what I'm saying? But I think I just mm-hmm. looked at it as like, yo, this dude, this is his experience. And this is how he he came to that conclusion. Yeah, I uh, I wholeheartedly agree with all most like most of the points that you just said, like I, I agree on. So let's say, for instance, the social media thing, how, you know, some people see it as a devil. I, I see it on both sides. You know what I'm saying? Like you said, it's the way that you're using these platforms to connect with others. If you're using this platform to not only affirm the, you know, subconscious feelings that you have about yourself onto others, then it could slowly, slowly, you know, manipulate the way that you think, the way that you think about this world. Uh, I think a lot of people are afraid of having genuinely sit down conversations with people who have differing opinions of whatever topic you guys are talking about. I actually thrive off of, similar to what you're saying, conversations where they have something that's like far right. And, that, and that, let's say for instance, I'm like far left, not necessarily in politics, but just in terms of opinions. And I like that because I'm like, I want to understand how you got to your conclusion. I'm not mad. You know, obviously at first you're like, nigga, what? You know, like, what are you talking about? But it's important to understand someone else's world because if you just caught it yourself in a, a group think where it's like, oh, we're only correct. We're like, everything that we say is correct. You're never going to learn, bro. You're never going to grow as a person unless you are challenged by other people's opinions and ideas. Like when I'm, when I go to college, I get challenged all the time, whether it be in the classroom, whether it be outside of it, people have different opinions. And it's like, I'm not mad at them. I just want to understand their world. They understand my world. And then when you guys leave, it should be like, I learned something new from him or her, you know, or they, whatever it is. Like, that's how you have constructive conversations. But if it's just pointing the finger and being like, no, nigga, you're wrong, da 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 why are we talking? Because at that at the end of the day, you're going to believe in what you're believing in. I'm going to believe in what I believe in. And nothing happened. There was no point in the conversation other than arguing. And uh, uh, that's why yeah. that's why I don't people who call themselves Democrats, people who call themselves Republicans, both stupid, in my opinion. You know what I'm saying? Are you like, dumb, <laughs> stupid or, or dumb? dumb? Huh? <laughs> you know, like that that's. That's that's it comes to me. It comes from the same thing, you know, like mm-hmm. it's like, oh, you found people who sort of think like you. So you just run to that group and then you embody that group think, 
you know, and then like everything we talked about group dynamics, the people at the the edges of the group being the most vocal, a.k.a. the people at the extremes being the most vocal members. They're the ones who define the group in and of itself. Like and all that leads to like it, it's, it's I understand it, the, the need for unity of ideas and stuff like that, especially when you're trying to enact political change, like you need other people to fall behind your ideas. But it becomes uh, my idea versus yours. It, like it makes it so black and white when like dead ass like 99 percent of people have gray opinions you know like oh yeah yeah i believe in abortion unless in these cases blah, blah, blah. But, you know, or, or it's like oh you know uh you know the free market absolutely until there's a pandemic and i need ppp money and i need sba eidl money like you know what i'm saying like bro like everyone is is gray it's not black and white you know, and, and that's the issue with like, you know, things like for me, at least with like things like, are you a Democrat? Are you a Republican? It's like, I'm like, bro, you're just I can't believe you're dumb enough to call yourself either one of them. Like step above that shit and figure out what it is that people actually like stand for and believe in and what their opinions and ideas are instead of just so easily being like, oh, you're a Democrat. So you believe A, B, C, D, E. You yeah, know, you're a Republican. So you believe you know, F-G-H-I-J. I think all parties have flaws in them. I think that when you're... So don't follow them. <laughs> no, yeah, 100%. I'm neither. You know what I'm saying? I don't... I thought I was Democratic. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? I thought, but then I, I looked at the policies of Democratic. I was like, wait, there's some stuff here that Republicans, like, I would actually believe in with Republicans. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, okay, that's... Okay, so there's, there's, a, there's a fallacy there. So... It's like I'm more so independent where I like to hear both sides and understand these policies and understand why they believe in what they believe in. But similar to what you're saying, like a lot of these things are gray areas. No one, I don't believe anyone is 100% pro-choice and everyone is 100% pro-life. No, there's always a gray area because like it depends on your personal experience. You can talk about the theory of it and da 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 da, but until it happens to you, like that's when you get tested. That's when you get tested. Like, are you saying... Are you doing what you said you were going to do? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a completely, completely different ballpark. Um, I definitely wanted to touch base on the Kanye thing. Well, I, I think that's a perfect example. Oh, yeah, yeah, You know yeah. what I'm saying? I think he's the perfect example, like, of what, everything that we're talking about. I don't think it's different at all. Like, I think he's a victim of social media mm. in, in the fact that if people actually shut the fuck up, you know, put their emotions to the side and tried earnestly and honestly to listen to what this man was saying there would be no outrage there would be no commotion there'd be no whatever because he's saying 80 90 percent logical things like he's reaching logical conclusions if you listen but they get so caught up in the you know the way that he speaks and he speaks kind of in a similar way to me sometimes where it's you like, say a very you big say idea a very big idea you know big idea i like that word i don't like hot take you know oh, yeah. you start with it's a, a very, big idea he starts with a big idea like Harriet Tubman, you know, didn't, didn't free, free the, the slaves. slaves. Bro, how short was that clip? That was I. Do you know that I was? I didn't a one see the clip, but I'm pretty sure it's like a one minute clip. No, it was not even one minute. I swear mm. to God, bro. On social media, they're not even playing one minute of that clip. They're literally playing that verse, just that, just that, that, that whatever. Exactly, bro. And I'm just like, yo, like, <laughs> are y'all like, what are y'all doing? This is a one hour long campaign rally. You know what I'm saying? Like, even if you're like, I watched. 45 minutes of it or so because the other 15 I had some audio issues like I was trying to listen to it and like watch it even at his rally like people are so emotion 
emotional. They're yelling and they're screaming and they're like, how could you? And what? And you didn't. And but, and I'm just like, dogs, shut the fuck up. Like, you guys are here to try to understand someone's ideas. You know what I'm saying? So that you can you can see like what it is that they're actually saying. But you just get so offended by anything that challenges your assumption. When you see a black man standing up there and he's talking about I'm pro-life and they just can't comprehend. They're like, what? Like, and it's, and he's, and I'm just like, yo, shut the fuck up. Like, he's literally about to tell it. Like, he's telling y'all a story about how he was almost aborted and how he doesn't want that for, he's saying like, there would be no Kanye West if he was aborted. Right. So Mm -hmm. every, every positive impact that he had on other people's lives would have never happened, happened and how we should give every child that chance. Now, whether you agree with that or not, all right, cool. But that's not crazy. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? That's not a crazy take. It's just that, you know, you just hear this thing and then you have certain assumptions about people and then it makes you riled up emotionally, you know? And you immediately criticize what's going on. So with the Kanye thing... He had an amazing... Go ahead, go ahead. I think that... Now, just in general, I think that Kanye is a really, like, intelligent dude. You know what I'm saying? I think that he has a lot of great ideas. Now... Is he able to fully articulate these things to to the point where it's like, you know what I'm saying, like someone can understand it, whatever it is? No, not always. Mm-hmm. For the simple fact that I'm not saying, oh, it's because of his mental illness of being bipolar. I think it's just in sim- like in, in terms of fact of like he he's so scatterbrained with so many ideas that he'll say one thing and you know rant on it for like two minutes and then immediately jump to a different topic and talk about this thing talk about god you know mm-hmm. and and i understand where he's trying to go because all these things aren't just different ideas they're that have connected. no connection they're all connected it's exactly. just that his transition points aren't <laughs> always the best yeah they're not always the best so we agree so when he was talking about like uh uh he's talking about pro-life and apparently he had an emotional breakdown because he like he talked about yeah. how he was almost aborted yeah. and they talked about God and then he the talked the whole time. Yeah, the whole, the whole entire time. Like, <laughs> but there's praise a, God. But there's a reason for that. Yeah, you there's a I'm reason saying? for it. Like, and then he uh got into apparently, I only mind you, I only saw like a 30 second clip. So mm-hmm. my opinion might be, you know, faulty. Uh he was yelling at a reporter in their face about something, uh, I guess when they were talking about Harry Tubman. I'm not hundred percent sure. Mm-hmm. Um was that was that the white girl? No, it was actually a black girl. Uh, okay, okay. I think she I was wearing a mask of, or something like that. Yeah, I think I know which part of the. Yeah, yeah and he was yelling, and then he just stormed there was off. Another part, yeah, because that's what I'm saying. Like, bro, there were so many times where they, these people are there just yelling at this nigga. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that's where I'm like, what are y'all doing, bro? Like, like, do you guys like? It's the same thing when like I turn on. So, for instance, they're starting back up the the White House Coronavirus Task Force briefings, right? They stopped mm-hmm. them for a while, and those that's the thing. I don't know if you know, like when. You know, Trump and Pence, they'd go up on stage with Fauci and like all the reporters would be asking them all these questions and shit. Like, and and I watched, bro, and that's the thing is, right? I actually watched those. <laughs> I know it sounds crazy, but I actually like, I sit at the office, it's come at five. You know, sometimes they'd be a little bit late, 5.30, whatever. But like, I literally will sit there and watch it, like, and listen to it. Because to me, like, this is objectivity. I can see what's happening. You know what I'm saying? I'm listening to the reporter. I'm listening to the response, whatever. And I'm seeing how both people interact. And people think it's crazy because they're like, oh, you already know Trump's going to be saying some wild shit and blah, 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 blah. And it's like, yeah, you're right. He is. But are you also noticing that the reporters are saying some wild shit? Like, are you taking in the whole thing? And it's the same thing when I'm at his, like, when I was watching um, 
Kanye's rally, I'm like, yo, like, what are y'all? You know what I'm saying? Who are here? Are y'all like, are y'all dis- like descendants? Not descendants, uh, dissidents. <laughs> descendants. <laughs> are y'all dissidents? Like, are y'all reporters? Are y'all supporters? Because, like, I don't know what it is you guys are trying to, like, accomplish and get across. Like, you know, if, if you're if you're trying to push back against, like, some of his ideas, if you don't believe what he's saying, if you're angry, because a lot of people are angry. They think that um, Kanye is going to steal supporters from uh, Biden. I'm going to be honest with you. Kanye will probably steal more supporters from Trump than he will from Biden. If you actually fucking listen to his policies, they're more centralist. Like they're more what today they'd be considered more moderate Republican. You know, Trump, I mean, Kanye is more like of a moderate. He's not even he's a moderate for real, for real. Like between the two parties, like because it's like on one hand, all right, he's with the he's with pro-life. Right. But the biggest argument or one of the biggest arguments that people make against people who fundamentally dis- like don't believe in pro-life i mean who 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 believe in pro-life is they're like oh so you guys are pro-life until it's time to socially support people right well it's like well kanye's telling you literally like i want to give you fifty thousand dollars a year to have that child it's called plan a we don't need plan b right and, and kanye's saying that just because i believe in pro-life doesn't mean that abortion shouldn't be your legal right you should just know that there's another option, which is plan A, which is us as a community coming together to give you, you know, AKA $50,000 a year or, or you know, and I, I'll tell you this. How did he come up with $50,000? And they blew that $50,000 up to a million, right? Because what what's 50 times 18? It's almost a million dollars, right? So at the end of his speech, he was like, you know, if someone has a kid, we should give them a million dollars. But, you know, everyone immediately is like, oh, 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 you know what I'm saying? And he's just like, you guys realize like, that he's a billionaire, like a million. He realizes that us giving people a million dollars to uplift them is such a small price to pay for like everything that they'd be able to create. But they don't they're not looking at it like from that shit. They're looking at it as like, like, oh, you know, he's just saying some more wild shit where it's like, nah. he actually effectively argued against your point. He made a pro-life argument and then provided like the social service like solution to support the the child that we as a society should bring into this world. And it's an argument that's valid, yo. Like it's a valid argument that if someone's in a position to come like to to commit an abortion, right? Or to to commit to an abortion, that we as a society have failed in a certain way. You know what I'm saying? Like that's a valid argument, I think, because we should bring up our young. Like even if you think about in Islam, like they tell you like, yo, don't worry about the financial repercussions of having a kid. Like, just understand that if you, like, have faith and determination and, and, like, love and all of that thing, like, all of that, then, like, you'll be supported in having this child. And that's a very, very difficult, like, decision to make, you know what I'm saying, on both sides. But if you take his personal experience, it's like, how could I not fully understand fully understand and comprehend? But, the, I mean, the reason I think a lot of people don't is because they don't approach the table trying to understand, comprehend. How many people actually sit there and watch coronavirus task force briefings? How many people actually sit there and will, will watch the full one-hour campaign rally? They're not. They're just like you said. I didn't even know Twitter was blown up. I didn't even know Kanye. I didn't know any of this shit until one of my friends would just randomly like, yo, Kanye is going to give people money for having a kid. And I was like, 
What? I was like, I was like, I, and then, you know, I was like, I thought Kanye's campaign was a joke, according to y'all. Like, I don't, I don't know, because I'm not on social media like that. So then when I look up this stuff, I'm like, oh, I can't, I see all these two minute clips. I'm like, I don't want to see your little two minute clip of his shit. I want to see what the fuck this nigga said. You know what I'm saying? Like, so that I can come to my own conclusion about it. And when I did, I was like, no, y'all are the niggas who are tripping because y'all can't, y'all can't sit patient. You guys aren't patient. You guys want the one, two minute, this is what he said, and this is why it's wrong. Instead of like you actually doing the the mental task, the mental, the mental workout of trying to decipher it, what it is another individual is saying, and how you can square that to your own thoughts and beliefs. Mm. Yeah, uh, I was going to say... I got kind of riled up right now. No, there. no, <laughs> I, I, I think that it's important for you to get riled up because it's something that you're passionate about and that has become a reoccurring issue, not only with Kanye, but anytime there is a moment with a celebrity, hmm. right? So let's say, for instance, even ever since, like, I want to say like 2013, 2014, anytime Kanye says something hmm. on Twitter, whatever it is, the internet purposely makes him trending so that people can clown him. Mm. Like purposely. Like every time he tweets something, everyone's like, oh, Kanye is crazy. Kanye is da-da-da-da-da-da-da. And he's off his meds. Yeah, he's off his meds, whatever it is. And we'll talk about that. Now, mind you, when Kanye Kanye is his own social media PR. He doesn't have a team that tweets for him. He sees these tweets. So when he sees that people are bashing him and people are saying all these things, it can get to him. It can personally, personally get to him because he's like, damn, like everyone is just like on my case and they're not fully understanding. So that's why he wants to rant and that's why he wants to speak his mind so that people can try to understand. But if you go to an event or if you go to a rally or if you go anywhere, just for the purpose of arguing, you're not going to lead anywhere. You already made your decision before you even took the drive over there. Mm. You feel me? Like you already know what you're going to say. You already know what what kind of opposing things you're going to say to him, whatever it is. Even if he does make a logical, you know, statement, it might not be coherent, but he made a logical statement, you know, um, and that's where I wanted to kind of go back to where I was like, I think that although Kanye wants to speak his mind and he has these really great ideas I think that he needs like time to not only like, you know, have a team on his side that can be like, all right, these are the ideas you have. You should say these kind of points, talk about these certain things, but also like to be like taken care of. Cause I feel like mentally, like no one's like really supporting him throughout this time that whenever he wilds out on Twitter or, you know what I'm saying? Whenever he has these, these episodes, like there was this, uh, that moment when he was on tour and it was like a pretty much a 30 minute rant on stage about uh uh i think it was like about like drake and about uh how like he's the greatest and like all these but you can tell he's mentally breaking down and he has these mental breakdowns because i don't feel like he has a team to be like yo it's okay what you're thinking but let's you know let's have a logical step through with whatever you're thinking mm. that's yeah that's what i think what do you what do you think about people like using kanye's mental illness as a as a failsafe for why they don't want to challenge themselves to to listen to his arguments meaning like what do you like i don't even know what do you think i'm i'm giving you my my take on it kind of i'm saying mm-hmm. over here saying what do you think like i think a lot of times people like they use his mental illness they'll like they'll hear they'll hear something like oh harriet tubman you know what i'm saying didn't free the slaves 
and then they'll just be like, oh, yo, he's off his meds again. You know, dude's crazy. Dude has some mental illnesses, bipolar, this, that, and like, what do you think about like, do you like people using that as a cop out? No, I hate that always. Like, whenever Kanye has something to speak about, it's not always, oh, he's off his meds again. Oh, he doesn't know what he's saying. No, he's always had these thoughts. You know what I'm saying? He's just trying to present it. Now, I'm saying in terms of his bipolar and his depression, I'm saying like you can tell when he's speaking and he, when he becomes frantic, it's it's not because of the ideas he's speaking about. It's because he literally cannot connect all these dots, but he has to say these ideas out because he feels he needs to speak his mind. So like... I think that it's okay for him to speak his mind, but I don't think it's okay for him to be speaking his mind and have an emotional breakdown every single time he's speaking about something. Mm. I think that there should, like I said, there should be a team or at least his family. That's what I always think about. I'm like, yo, where's his family at, bro? <laughs> like, like, you know what I'm saying? Where's Kim? Where's everybody that's like... He just went off on them too. Really? On Twitter, yeah. Uh, it's deleted tweets now. I didn't I didn't see all of it. But he, did, he went off on Chris. Um, I think he mentioned Kim. You know what I'm saying? I think Kim actually had an issue with him mentioning North because he mentioned North at his rally. At his rally yeah. And he, when he was talking about abortion, how he, I think he said that, I think, I think, I'm not, you know, because mm-hmm. this is before I went to sleep, I was watching the video. Uh, I think he's saying that, you know, he had been considering potentially aborting Boarding her. North. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And like now that she's here, it's like, how, how could I ever? And bro, I'm going to be completely honest with you. I know people who have like been through that same experience. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I know people who were considering abortion and then like they didn't do it. And now they actually ended up having their daughter or their son. And they're like, bro, what the fuck was I thinking? Like, how could I possibly, you know, do that? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And the reason being is because like, like I said, going back to, you know, everyone's like, oh, this nigga just took the religious angle on it. Nah, like. Most people, for real, they have abortions because of the financial implications of having a child, you know, like, and and that's why, like, there's there's a huge, there's great area to it because it's like, yes, there is, there is some instances of rape and incest and whatever, and we can, even, even if rape and incest, we can still have the discussion about the morality of bringing this child into the world, you know what I'm saying? But most people who choose to have an abortion, it's just that, you know what I'm saying? It's a choice. Now, it was a very difficult choice, right? But it was ultimately a choice, and, and it was usually because of a financial reason. It's like, I can barely take care of myself. I'm not in school yet. I'm not ready, this, that, and the third. I can't support another child. And that's why Kanye's saying something like the plan A, and he's getting laughed. And I'm like, yo, how are y'all laughing? And he's basically arguing for one of the, like, one of the, not greatest as in best, but greatest as in, like, biggest social programs that, like, ever been envisioned for the American public. He's talking about almost a million dollars. Like, that's the cost of raising a child. Then here you go. We need to support each other so that we can raise our children because our children are us. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is our future. This is our investment. If we adequately provide for our our children, if we stop living in fear that like, yo, you know, you know that game quote, death got to be easy because life is hard. It'll leave you physically, mentally, and emotionally scarred. I feel like a lot of people right now, like they're emotionally, physically, financially scarred, you know, like just by living through life. And like, there's a level of fear that persists inside of them where they don't want to, bring someone else into that domain they want to wait until they feel like they've made it out of 
the sunken place, you know, so that they can bring a child into like a better environment. And that's a natural feeling, you know, like every every parent wants their offspring to spring off farther and further than they ever could have imagined. You know, so when you find yourself in a difficult position, especially nowadays, like 20 year olds are fucked financially. They're fucked. Most of them, they're like severely in debt. You know, people are living back home with their parents. You know, they it's hard to get a job, this, that and the third. And now I'm, sp- I'm at the age where I'm supposed to bring a baby into this world. Nigga, <laughs> nigga, it's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot, you know, and like. And he's giving a solution. Now, whether we, you know, we can debate that solution and talk about this, then the third, but to just sit up there and like, just be yelling at this nigga, it's like, yo, like I said earlier, shut the fuck up. Like, you're the problem. You know, people like you who have, and that's why it's like, I, I'll, I'll always stand by that. You know what I'm saying? Like people who so proudly call themselves Democrat or Republican, you're stupid. You know, because you're you're entrenching yourself in a position that you may not even fully realize because the goalposts shift on what it means to be a Democrat and Republican all the fucking time, you know, but the goalposts don't shift on what you believe because we can offer you leniency. We can offer you uh, the, the ability to grow and change and mold your opinions. Bro, Obama, now whether publicly or privately, but publicly, I'm, I don't know, right? But publicly... Obama and the Democratic Party was not for gay marriage. Yeah, when they first started, when they Obama didn't was want elected in two thousand and eight, this nigga was opposed to gay marriage. Yeah, it wasn't until after the Supreme Court decision where Obama came around, right? And like it was a big thing, and like and people were saying like, yeah, but he privately supported it. You know, he privately supported it. It's like. So like, <laughs> like what the fuck do your private opinions matter? I'm talking about what the party's opinions are. You know what I'm saying? Because you labeled yourself as this party. Now it doesn't matter about what your private opinions are. You fall into the the party. And now you can see how the party shifted so much from a party that didn't even support gay marriage to look at it today. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, so when you when you associate yourself with these terms, like you everything that like happens to those words, like comes with you, the more and more you associate. And that's why I don't put myself with those words. Because if I call myself a Republican, or I call myself a Democrat, the first thing you're going to do is like, oh, you're a Democrat, so you must believe in socialism. And they're going to think all my ideas, and it's like, no, man, it's more nuanced than that. Like, I actually thought about this shit, you know? Or if I call myself a Republican, people are going to be like, oh, so you think we should put up the border and do this, that? And I'm like, no, nigga. I actually thought about this shit. Like, stop ascribing to me, like, these general things. I feel like Kanye's a victim to that. And here's the thing. I think sometimes he wants to be. You know, he's. I didn't even notice. Niggas releasing like an album or something. <laughs> oh, yeah. I didn't know that. <laughs> Have you noticed that a lot of times, I'm not saying this so might this be um, purposely that he does this. I was about to say. <laughs> but a lot of times when he has a, a big moment on Twitter, everyone's like, oh, fuck you, Kanye. And then like, you know, a week later, I got an album coming out. It's like, what? What? Well, well, August, August. I'll right. seen it did the exact same thing. And I believe that whole thing was actually a setup. So you think, okay. I think that entire uh, him going on whatever interview and saying that he had an entanglement with Jada and then Jada herself going on the red table talk. Honestly, bro, bro isn't that-, that was the most stupid thing ever to do. Like, bro, you did not have to speak up about this. I mean, you could have spoke about this with Will, you know what I'm saying? And just had the conversation and if you just, if you didn't even speak for a week, 
after like three days, four days, everyone moves on to whatever the next thing is. They but already the f- did. We're already on Kanye, bro. Yeah, we're, <laughs> see, exactly. We're, we're past on Kanye. entanglement. But the like. fact that you decided, you know what, I'm going to go on the Red Table Talk on my own show with my husband and talk about this thing and pretty much show the world, yeah, I fucked, I fucked August Alcina. And Will's just taking it like, <laughs> he's hurt. You know what I'm saying? He's fucking hurt. And and then August Alcina, I remember uh, Wad was actually... Uh, it was after we, I think she was cooking or after we were cleaning. I was like, "Is this August Alcina?" And she's like, "Yeah, he just dropped the album." I was like, "How recent?" And she's like, "A week ago." I was like, "A week ago, as in like Jada and Will Smith just talked about this?" And she's like, "Yeah." I was like, "Bro, I swear, I think he has a song called Entanglement." Entanglement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, "That is the most big marketing ploy that people didn't even recognize." I was like, "There's no way at all for him to even have a song called Entanglement on the." I'm not sure if it's on on the album or it was a single, but. Just in general, I was like, that was the biggest marketing ploy ever. Like, if you think about it, August Alsina's name wasn't really, uh, uh, not to say relevant, because he I mean he went through a time where he was like physically sick and whatever it is, so he didn't really make music. But the fact that he just bounced back and now his name is surfacing everywhere, it's not even surfacing everywhere. Like August Alsina, like I used to fuck with August Alsina back in the day. I'm saying oh, yeah. like, I'm bro, I don't even remember, like. Seven, like 2013, yeah, 2014. I was gonna say like seven, eight years ago. Like I was fucking with August Alcina, right? But he wasn't. He was he was big in certain circles, right? Like if you listen to like that R and B, like you know what I'm saying, you knew some August Alcina songs. But nowadays, bro, like everyone knows August Alcina. Like he's on. He trans trans. I think it's transgressed. Yeah, transgressed. It? Okay, like past, um. Like just being in the R and B domain into being like in pop culture, like he became a topic of conversation in the same way that Kanye. You know what I'm saying? Kanye spans those. Like you go to a Kanye concert, you see everyone there. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. August kind of. I mean, I don't know, but he kind of entered that discussion where it's like, all right, he's in the popular discussion. He's not in the R and B discussion, right? So yeah. Even even today, I don't know. I'm not. I don't know if it was a ploy. I don't. I don't know. You know. But it is very interesting that the timing, like, bro, exactly. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. The timing. No, I'm not. That's saying... why when I saw the Kanye album, I was like, hmm, now, am interesting I, yeah, timing. I'm, I'm not. I'm not saying that Jada and August were like, all right, we're gonna have this marketing scheme. You know, yeah. da, da, da. No, but I'm saying that August saw what was going on. He's like, say yeah. less. I have he all these. He capitalized on what was going on. That's what I was saying. Like, I was like, Jada and Will. I'm like, I think that you guys should have had the discussion in private and just didn't speak about it on social media because when you speak about it on social media you're just adding more to the fire mm-hmm. you feel me like if you just didn't speak about it and just had the conversation with will and you know had the discussion it's like all right it hurts for him but i think it's important just to have that discussion in private but to bring it out into the world now the entire world knows and now august saw that he's like oh you admitted to it say less i have about 10 songs ready for an album i'm ready to drop here y'all go. Mm. And then boom, he capitalizes off of it. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not even going to lie. That album is pretty good. The August Alcina one? Where I played like four or five songs. I was like, yo, these are really good songs. Oh, okay. Like, I haven't listened to them since yeah. I was like 18. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I listened to I was like, this is, these are really good songs. Like, I like this a lot. And I was like, I can tell like, he at least thought about this before he did it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So, I'm not saying everything is a marketing ploy, but you have to look at things not just at the surface level, but see things connecting the dots. Everything is not a marketing ploy, but everything can be a marketing opportunity. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, like, uh, it's like, damn, I just had an affair with one of the biggest women. 
let me let me, let me make drop some money album. off this shit. Like, yeah, because yeah. <laughs> yeah. now, bro, even on TikTok, they're still talking about it. They're like, listen, if Jada can cheat, all girls can cheat. What? And, and, yeah, and I, I was like, whoa, whoa, buddy. Oh my god. Yeah, I was See, like, y'all are is, y'all are toxic as hell. I remember uh, I dropped a comment. It starts off as meme jokes, and it ends up being like, like some subtle real opinions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, there is uh the, this video, and it was on TikTok, and it was like uh girlfriend, and it was like um. This dude keeps asking me for news and like I don't know like I don't know why he keeps bothering me and the guy's like so just block him. And the girl's like but I don't want to be rude. Right? What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> no, but you have to understand this actually does happen. What? Are this, you this happens to dudes. Yeah, this happens to dudes. What like, do you mean? So girls like, girls don't like it when let's say for instance if yeah, a dude is hitting on them uh-huh. and and like they're like they're all oh, the guy this guy's you know da 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 he's hitting on me. And the guy suggests something that actually fixes the solution. They don't want to because this is what I believe, because of because <laughs> of mean? alpha male strategies. What, but what do you mean the guy uh, suggests something that a solution? Okay, so let's say for instance the girl is like, "Hey, there's this guy hitting on me, and he mm-hmm. keeps asking me for da 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 da." And the guy's like, "Okay, so just block him." Oh, the, the block him is the solution because like correct. just. Inherently, if that you stops are, the problem. That's not the problem. <laughs> but they're like, but I don't want to be rude. No, you don't want to be rude. You're searching for validation. You like them hitting on you. Yeah. That that's that's what it is. I um, agree. And so that was the video. And I, I posted a comment and I was like, uh, you can't build a kingdom when they still want attention from the village. Mm. And in like the next like 20 minutes, they got like a thousand likes. Mm. <laughs> Everyone's like, preach, preach. I was like, that's what I, I believe. Like, if you continuously search for like you know what I'm saying? Validation from other dudes. Or like you're you're like, oh, this dude's hitting on me, but you don't block it. I'm not saying like, oh, you have to block every dude. No. You know, but if obviously if a dude is bothering you, the instinctively thing, like right thing to do is just block him. Just, all right, khalas, the problem is over. But if you continuously talk about it, that means you secretly like it. You like the attention. You're 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 one hundred percent right. Yeah. I just don't want us to bash on women. Oh, yeah, no, so, no, 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 no. So I'm going to offer the same thing, but for men, right? 100%. Yeah, because I fully agree with you. Now, opposite side for men, right? Uh, a lot of guys are like, yo, you know, they, they want to become married men at some point in their lives. They want to uh, have, you know, have a wife and kids. And like, they always envision themselves in their mind, like at some point, you know what I'm saying? But the way they move in their day-to-day life is like, you know, they be talking to mad girls. It's like they be trying to, you know, sleep with this one, try to chat up that one to sleep with her, whatever. And then, like, sleeping with a girl, for them, is their form of validation. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. although they might be saying, like, oh, I want to do all these things that are, like, on a certain point, you, them actually, like, going out and sleeping with people, like, helps to validate them because it's hard to get that validation as a man, like, in the pursuit of these other quote unquote holier things. You know what I'm saying? Cause if you're over here, like say you're 20 years old, right? And you're talking about like, oh, I want to get married at some point in my life and shit like that. Bro, I mean, I mean maybe, but like most people I know around 20 years old, they ain't about that shit. Like yeah. <laughs> they ain't about that life. Like they still want to experiment. Exactly. They still like, yo, life has so much to offer and this and that and the third and blah blah blah. And let me go pop that shit. And <laughs> like, right. And like and cool, like I completely get it because it's like I mean I was there too, right? So like yeah. I understand. I'm not gonna judge you, right? So like they go in and they act in that way, and so then for them that's like, um, you know, let me go out and, like I said, like sleep with a bunch of girls because that validate it gives me the validation I need that I'm good, I'm the shit. Just like you know, women being validated by dudes asking them to send nudes, 
right? Even though that's not what they want, it is kind of what they want. Because ultimately, that dude wanted the validation of like, yeah, I can get game. And I can even do is think about dudes in, in committed relationships. There's a lot of dudes in committed relationships. They didn't cheat for no other reason than the their girl that wasn't validating them in the way that they needed to. 100%. You know? And, like, I'm not saying that's right. Like, it's wrong. It's completely wrong. Like, don't yeah. take it as... I'm, but I'm telling you why. Like, that's the reason That's why, why they cheated. No, because it's, it's it very like, yeah. similar to, like, uh, even recently, you know, like, uh, getting out of a relationship. Mm-hmm. I was searching for validation. I'm like, oh, I'm going to talk to these girls. I'm going to slide <laughs> these damn da-da-da. I remember... The moment you get out the relationship. Yeah, the, the, literally the moment. I was like, you know what? Fuck it. And I'm like, I'm just going to go be a hoe. I don't care. You know, whatever it is. But then I remember one day... Uh, I slid in this like this baddies DM, mm. right? And I was like, yo, like, especially like in terms of like our location, I was like, every dude like knows this girl, you know what I'm saying? Like she's bad. Slid in her DMs. I got her number in like five minutes. And I was like, yo, like, was that, that's all I had to do? And I was like- I'd be shocked too sometimes. Right? No, yeah, I'm like, <laughs> that worked? I was like, damn, that worked. All right, cool. But then, and then I had to really realize, I was like, you know what, man? I don't think that's worth it. Mm. You know, I don't think that's worth it. So I think that dudes and girls should go to that period where like, you know what I'm saying? They're searching for validation, whatever it is. And then have that clarity moment where it's like, you know, I don't, that's not the lifestyle I want to live. You know what I'm saying? Constantly chasing like these girls or chasing these dudes, whatever it is, or having these dudes chase you, whatever it is. I think that people should slowly, slowly like get to that point where they're like, I'm okay with just being by myself. And not having to always, you know... You can validate yourself. You can validate yourself. And it's not an easy thing, you know? No, no, no. It's not an easy thing. In fact, like, that's why when I was saying it, I said that it was probably because your partner wasn't validating you enough that, you know, that they cheated or whatever. Not probably, but, you know, that, that is a common reason. The, the, the even, like, more bossed up thing to do is, like, you to know that your partner can't validate you. Your partner actually can never validate you to the way that you need to be validated. Like you can only validate yourself. Yeah. You know, like you, cause think of that, what that word really means. Like to validate your own existence means like, I'm going to tell people that like, I matter. I care. You know what I'm saying? Like, and only like, yeah, people can make you feel that way, but only you can really believe it. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, validation like yeah people can give you people can give you validation but if you don't really believe it you're constantly going to be seeking it from other people that's why you can only validate yourself really like truly validate yourself you know and that's why it's like why do people cheat in a relationship it's, it's because they're insecure insecure yeah you know it's like why do people like you said like they're why do people become attention whores it's because they're insecure you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not really the partner who did anything wrong. I don't want to paint it as like, oh, you got cheated on us because you did something. Yeah, because you did it. Nah, and did it it's like- actually your partner who's insecure as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Because they were trying to search validation in other places instead of themselves. Instead of, exactly. Yeah, so like, exactly. in relationships, I think when you jump into a relationship, your number one thing before you even jump into a relationship is, do you get validation from other people or yourself? That's a really big question. It's not something easy you can say because you have to really look at all aspects of your life and be like, now I'm not saying everyone's going to be 100%. Oh, I'm, I validate myself throughout everything because as humans, we're emotional beings. You know what I'm saying? There's certain validation things that we like. Like I want to be appreciated, whatever it is, right? Yeah, cool. That's yeah. that's normal. But what I'm saying is there's certain levels where it's like, this is, I don't like using the word, but this is toxic to the point where <laughs> I'm not able to be comfortable with myself. And if you're not able to be comfortable with yourself, then I don't think that you should be ready for a relationship. 
it was kind of like that discussion we were having last night at dinner where, you know, the, the thing with mom and wife. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it was like, on one hand, like, you know, mama's completely correct. Like, you should not be sensitive to what other people say. 100%. You know what I'm saying? Like, you shouldn't take everything so offensively and so whatever. Like, and so she shouldn't get defensive about certain things if she really does know herself. That's true. At the same time, like, you can say things in a better you know, and you, you can give people things in a nicer package. Yeah. Right. Or like with a different perspective or whatever. Like you could try to be mindful about that. But fundamentally, like, you know, why do you put so much weight on what other people say? You know what I'm saying? And that's why I've always been so big, like against like coddling to people's feelings, like with my with my words and stuff. Why sometimes I be saying like some wild shit. You do. Right. But like part of the reason is because I think that people put too much in the same thing though. It's the same effect though as what we're talking about with Kanye. It's like why are you putting so much words into what they're saying as opposed to why they're saying it? Like what is this string of consciousness leading you to? Like you know, communication fundamentally is about transferring knowledge, right? Is it's about trying to trying to convey ideas in a, in a way that other people can understand. So as long as you understand the idea, why are you so pressed about the package that it arrived in? But it's because that's how the society is built. It's like, yo, every car can get you from A to B, but some niggas need to drive a Rolls Royce and some people are cool with the Toyota. You know what I'm saying? Some like, Bro, you know what I'm saying? I have a... My, my car is older than me. My pickup truck is older yeah. than me. Like, it's almost at the point... It's really close. I'm really... I'm waiting. Really close. I'm almost at the point I can get the the uh, the antique license plate mm. for my truck, you know? And, like, for me, I'm like, oh, that's cool as shit. And, like... But, but like, I could get a lot nicer car, <laughs> right? Yeah. right? But it doesn't matter because, for me, it's about A to B, mm. right? Like, and that's... Because that's the fundamentals. Like, what is the most important thing? A to B. Yeah, when, it takes me to A to B. Yeah, when... when it, when it's when it's necessary, when it's like whatever, then I'll think about you know slightly fixing this up. And yeah, there are some nice little. Maybe I want. I haven't had AC since I bought this truck. Mm. You know, the, like you know this the the light thing came down. And stuff. Like there's this small. You know, my bumpers have fallen off. Like there's certain small things like I want to fix or I want to. I want it to be better, look nicer, so it's not like I have this dirty ass truck. But yeah. fundamentally, it's like. Oh, you need to get there? I can drive there, <laughs> right? Like, just like your car could drive there. Yeah. You might arrive, like, more chilled out and listen to your Bluetooth music and shit, but hey, I got there, nigga. Like, yeah, we still got there, you know, <laughs> yeah. at, at the point. But I think that was uh, that was a good way to kind of end off the podcast. I think we touched on a lot of good points. We not only talked about <laughs> social media, talked about Kanye, talked about validation, and then we also talked about the last point you just said I forgot. Bro, I don't know. They can rewatch the episode yeah, to regardless. Turn it back on. <laughs> All right. Yeah, that was that was pretty good. Uh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. This is Ahmed. And Luffy. And this is the Brotherly Love Podcast. Thank you guys for listening. Appreciate it. Word. Peace. We out.